The Create Well podcast is recorded on the ancestral lands of the Tongva people. Here at Create Well, we are a labor of love, and we need your support to keep this podcast going. If you have the means, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash createwell, or go to our website, createwellpodcast.com, and click the donate button. Or if you can't support monetarily, please rate and review our podcast. Every bit helps. Welcome to the Create Well podcast, where we explore the intersection of creativity, wellness, and entrepreneurship. I'm Erica Elon. I'm a painter, photographer, work for a small business, and you can find my work on IG at, at Erica Elon. And I'm Ray Saragosa, dog mom, singer, songwriter, roller skater, and you can find my work on IG at, at Ray Saragosa. And today we're talking all things back to school, new year, and gonna catch up. So it's good to be back. Let's go season four. Woo! Season four. We're here. Ah! Oh my gosh. It's been a minute. It has been so many minutes and I feel like so in the need for a download, you know? Like I feel like our listeners, you and I, like this is real time. So like Erica just showed up and we were about to start (laughs) catching up and then I was like, no, stop. We need to do this. Public on the mic catch up. yeah public catch up um <clears throat> because a lot has gone on we have not done an episode through the whole summer yeah and so this is our back to school episode you know even for people who are not in school or very far out of school like us. it's yeah like us <laughs> you know i haven't had formal schooling in quite a while but it does feel that way for me mm. like when it's fall i feel like it's that's like my start of the year diving back in yeah yeah do you like clean before each season changes (laughs) (laughs) just baseline don't clean i I feel like i'm getting rid of everything again i i hear you (laughs) i wish i could say that i'm doing the same but we are currently sitting in my pretty messy (laughs) pretty messy i like my apartment was pretty minimal before but a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, it's just cluttered. Yeah. And I got rid of, like, even more stuff. So what's, like, something you got rid of? Um, I got rid of an old couch because I felt like it was okay. too big, even though it's very small. Yeah. I got a smaller couch. Wow. Um, I thought about getting a coffee table, but I decided okay. against it just because I want to keep it's a like, lot of open it, space. It, it just, like, it totally is, like, too far for your minimalist <laughs> brain. It's, like... For me, too. I feel like a coffee... T- I, I don't have a coffee table. You don't. But, like, I live in a very tiny studio apartment. And, I mean, you have a small apartment, too. Yeah. But I feel like coffee tables are such a luxury yeah. item, you know? And they really take up the central space in yeah. the room. And I am a big fan of the central yeah. space in the I room. agree. The only thing I wish I had a coffee table for is, like, coffee table books and decor yes. and like random stuff you put on a coffee table I love True. and when I did have a coffee table back when I had a bigger apartment I just like went too far and had way too many things <laughs> on my coffee table at that point it's like it's not decor it's a mess was it like you tried to put every piece of your identity yeah like something representative of it on yeah. the coffee table it's like I had shells I had sage <laughs> I had matches to light the sage I had 
Um, oh, well, and then we're looking here. Oh, I just have. Yeah, I looked turned. over and she has basically a coffee table. It may be against the wall, but it truly has. It may be the sage, top of bookshelves. Vinyl books, records. Vinyl. Chapstick. So you know. Ray just lied to everyone. Yeah. She I'm just put her coffee table against the wall <laughs> and now calls it a show. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. This is. Anyways, but we're back. And I yeah. think like we've done some episodes on transition, but this is mostly about like yeah. jumping back in and maybe the the ways to do that. Yeah. And in this like we're practicing that right now. And in this new kind of space, um I you know, it's twenty twenty one. It's gonna be twenty twenty two eventually, Ooh. which is weird. Um, but you know, it's a whole new world. We're still kind of in a weird space with COVID and all kinds of stuff like that. So we can jump into that too and, and really chat about how we're maneuvering all these things. Like for me, I'm starting to tour again. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, I have some lightning round questions to start us oh off. Oh my gosh, okay. Some back to school reflections. Ooh. Um, so we haven't chatted all summer. Um, what is like just a highlight from summer and something that you learned this summer that you're going to bring into the new school year? Mm, I think I took a lot of time to intake information in different forms, or not different forms, but Mm -hmm. I just prioritized reading and listening to different people that I've meant to listen to their podcasts or or seeing movies that... um, I've wanted to be watching. So I just like in took a lot mm-hmm. of really great art and cool. words. Expanded your mind. Um, yeah. And then I painted on the weekends. Yay. Outside. Ooh. That was definitely a highlight. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely something you can take into the new school year in California. Yeah. Because it's not going to get too oh much. Oh my gosh. Closer. I'm so grateful. <laughs> Ugh. I um, okay. I just want to ask you the same question because yeah. that's a great lightning round question. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, something I learned this summer um, is that things can exist in duality, mm. right? That makes sense. Um, I think that I've been really like trying to decide, especially with touring, mm. I like it or I don't. And <laughs> Long Beach, I like it or I don't. Or like just certain things like that. Where it's like, I have to make a decision about these certain things. I have been considering moving back to Los Angeles. I have been considering kind of scaling back my touring um, because of everything that's going on. Um, And it's almost like I feel like I have to make these decisions. Yeah. But things can exist both. I can love Long Beach and also see the value in moving back to like the center of Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I can also scale back touring a little bit while still touring. Um, so I learned that this summer and a highlight for this summer for me will have been, um, going to Big Sur, (laughs) which was awesome. I was performing at a private event up there and it was the first time I ever really got to experience the Big Sur thing. And that was cray cray. Yeah. So uh people still say cray cray. (laughs) <laughs> you do. You're like, no one ever has an ever I haven't seen it on TikTok. But, um, <laughs> oh, gosh. So I'm interested because I think this is relevant to all of us diving into the fall, um, you know, with vaccines and with mm-hmm. at least here we still have man- yeah. mask mandates, but some places I know it's very different. Yeah. Um, you've been traveling around the country. Yeah. 
a bit over the last couple months. Yeah. So what has that transition looked like, mm-hmm. felt like, and also felt like in relation to your art? How has it yeah. changed? It's been weird. It's been awkward for sure. Awkward. Um, it's been awkward. That's like the perfect word for it. And I think a lot of art, like touring artists are feeling the same or anyone who travels with their art where it's a little bit of this like moral dilemma. Yeah. And like, am I being irresponsible by mm. getting on planes and, you know, traveling from different cities and getting on a stage and seeing people um, in different places, you know, even though I am fully vaccinated and, um, you know, exercise as many cautions as possible everywhere I go. Um you know, could I be someone who had a breakthrough case that ended up spreading it to a couple people or whatever? And um, how am I going to feel about touring then? Right. Um, and it's very easy in this space right now where I have been able to stay healthy the whole time to be like, it's working out. It's good. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it only has to happen once for it to be like, wah. Mm. Um, but with that said, that's also possible staying in Los Angeles, yep. staying Literally local. Um and so, um, you know, luckily I was just at Americana Festival in Nashville, which was a blast um, where you had to, in order to go to anything in the festival, you had to get a wristband every single day where they checked your um, vaccination card and your ID, or you had to have a proof of having a negative test in the past 72 hours. So like mm-hmm. you could look around and everyone like, do you have your health check wristband on? Huh. Um, and so I felt really safe in Nashville, actually. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but, you know, I've, not every venue is doing that. Um, I'm about to go on tour with Delta Ray, opening for them at 10, 10 different tour dates across the West Coast. Mm. Um, and most venues are doing the same thing. They're checking at the door. But I am not positive if every single one is doing that. Maybe by the time this that's like on my to do list is to make sure that they are. Yeah. Um, maybe by the time this podcast comes out, I will know. But um, you know, also it's the West Coast, and yeah. I feel like the West Coast is doing yeah. a really good job of being very diligent. But um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like even if they say they're enforcing it, are they enforcing it? And right. like. It's kind of the wild out there. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I'm definitely in this, like, moral dilemma. I'm like, oh, would it be, like, the better thing um, and more cautious thing to just bow out and not do my job for a while? Um, I don't know. I really don't. Like, I'm coming to all of you as, like, a total open wound of, like, I don't really know. Mm. Um, But I do know that when I show up for these shows, I feel like – like everyone in that room, like we are healing together. And this is yeah. something that is really beautiful to be a part of. But uh, is it risky? Um, I guess just walking outside your apartment now is risky. So mm. where are we? Where yeah. like, you know. Um, and so, yeah, it's something I think about all the time. I'm getting tested on the reg, fully vaccinated. But um, yeah, so I'm definitely coming to you guys all as like this touring musician with a big question mark of like, okay, um, part of me thought that things were going to get canceled again with mm-hmm. Delta uh, variant, but they haven't. And so now it's just about being really careful. And I just hope everyone who shows up to concerts are being careful. So if you're going to a concert, please, 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 please be careful as mm-hmm. much as you can. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at with touring. Um, yeah. I don't know. Where, where's your headspace at right now with all things COVID? All things COVID. I think your word is so good that it's awkward um, yeah. because you we all are making different uh, decisions that come down to some type of 
slightly ambiguous ethic um, because places all have their different approaches to Mm -hmm. what is safe and what's not. Even if you go right from here down to Orange County, like it's a whole different world. world. (laughs) Um, So for me, I mean, the, the closest I get to touring and probably a lot of us is either going to art shows Mm -hmm. again in like an indoor gallery space um, where everything I've gone to in the recent weeks does require a vaccine card and and temperature checks and everything. Right. Um, But I think we're all just in that dance early on. We, I know we both listened to this podcast. I think this was uh, like right at the beginning of the pandemic where they talked about it as a dance that we yeah. would be in of this kind of in, in and out, out in and out for <laughs> yeah. like a long time um and that's what it feels like yeah. you know and it's what has to happen right now which is good but I think in relation to our, our art that's why I like the word awkward so much is we're all really relearning um a new way of presenting our work to one another yeah. um getting feedback on our work with one another either performing or showing um, because particularly now we understand the importance of in-person relationship. Yeah. Um, Even in the midst of um, a pandemic. So, yeah. And I I do have an appreciation for this like hybrid space that we're in Mm -hmm. where the, the virtual stuff is still there for those of us who, you know, want to, just keep it virtual and then there's yep. um in person things for those of us who are down to do in person stuff. I mean, I um I just went to see Lord Huron and all mm. Alison Pontier at um Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Mm. It's, it was like one of my first like concerts. Yeah. And, like a concert where it was like I was going to see a band where I know all the words and it was like Cute. Whole, the whole thing. And you know, they required vaccinations yep. and they required tests and it was outdoors. So mm. I felt like that to me was yep. as safe as it can possibly yeah. get. Yeah. Um, so maybe that, what have you seen? Because I can think of things in the art world, but in the music industry as the most like hopeful pivots that we've made over the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. You've participated in so many of those. Yeah. But what is the most like, oh, this is incredible. Like yeah. as artists, we've transformed yeah. and, and done so in a really healthy and safe way. I have... The answer to this and actually doesn't really have to do with covid but Mm. it kind of does yeah but i feel like in the past year and the year and a half we've all gone into these like cocoons and then have blossomed and the new conversations i'm hearing around race Mm. have really changed and it was like kind of like going away you know it was almost like waking up a year in a year and a half in the future when a lot has changed um you know a lot of people because of everything that went down over the past year and a half um have woken up to mm. um realizing that maybe they don't have very inclusive practices in Dang. their businesses or they um you know all of their employees are white people and they literally <laughs> have no people of color in their sphere um and the one place I really felt this was at Americana Festival wow. where it was my first time playing. And like, you know, the definition of Americana music has definitely been very linear and has been really more geared towards white folks for a very long time. And I got there and it was almost like being in like, I don't, it was almost like eerie mm. where I was like, why is everyone so interested in me? 
I was like, why do people want to hear what I have to say? Like, why? It's so real. Like, like, why are people asking me to speak up about the whatever the quote-unquote political Truly stuff anything yeah that, that i talk about or like i did this whole like interview with taylor guitars where they were like lean like not like that's, that sounds weird to say lean into it but like feel free to speak your mind don't mm-hmm. censor yourself and i felt a lot of those vibes when i was yeah. in tennessee and i was like this is weird why are they like i'm not used to this mm-hmm. you know usually i feel like i I'm like this sideshow at the festivals for folk or Americana yeah. music. Um, but it was different. And, um, you know, shout out to all the folk festivals like Folk Alliance and Americana who are really making an effort. Um, not to say that it hasn't been that way forever. So also we can't forget that. But um, <laughs> I it was it was interesting. And I think that I even had a ton of meetings with different people and they all were like really like, you know, and then part of it, it starts to feel like, well, um, you didn't oh pay attention to me three years ago, so oh, what sure. the f? Like for now sure. that it's cool to diversify, you're gonna yeah. tokenize me, murmur, and I definitely want to like my defenses go up. I get really like, Meh. and then I'm like, you know what? If this is gonna get me in the room, and Dang. then I can open up the room to all my other bi POC friends. Um, mm. you know, if this is our way, um, if this new conversations, if these shifts are the way that we get to infiltrate and change the world, boom, hell yeah, we've been waiting for this. Mm. Um, but it is, <laughs> like, I don't know, like sometimes it can be a little bit like, you know, you get that like imposter syndrome of like, oh great, like they haven't even listened to my music, I'm the diversity factor. Mm. But um, anyway, to answer your question in a very long-winded way, that's the biggest shift I've felt in the past year Dang. and a half is that People are starting to wake up and they're starting to listen. And um, it's a good time to speak your mind Yeah. as um, a person of color. Um, and so I am grateful for that. And uh, yeah, that's what I've noticed. I love it. Yeah. I think it's, I certainly see that similar thing reflected in the art world. Mm-hmm. Even the really high art world, the curators are different. Yeah. The show titles are different. Yeah. The people reviewing the art is yeah. different. Like, um, and then I know we talk about all the time. So many of our friends in business yeah. um, that are not white-owned businesses yeah. have been blowing up and in a sustainable way at this yeah. point. Um, yeah. Because there's been a massive unveiling. Yeah. Thank God. And um, yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm excited to hear that for you. Yeah. And it's complex. Can, yeah. Can I, I ask you like too. a nuanced question? <laughs> yeah. Like, have you, and I, and I'm sure it exists and like, I'm sure, you know, but like, have people been like ups? I mean, mm. I mean, they are like, like white folks, like in the art world, mm. are they like, wow, like my, my art was passed on for this show because mm. I'm white. Mm-hmm. So I Is haven't seen thing? it written in those terms. <laughs> yeah. Like someone's like on Facebook. Actually, let me a- think, have I seen it written in those terms? I, maybe in private in private conversation because i yeah. get a lot of dm whatever like what do i do how do i white men yeah yeah like, how do i continue to amplify my art when i'm yes. yeah yes i'm a white male and that's not cool right now or something but i think typically it shifts and this is you know we could get into all the things yeah but the i'm really power curious. dynamic you know isn't just like we see reflected in politics it's not gonna go away quietly white right. supremacy is it's gonna die gonna, yeah, yeah. like in a quiet murmur no, yeah like it's gonna um as we're seeing like transform and grow yeah. more vicious yeah 
as it has over the years right. and more insidious yeah. and hidden. So I think that's what's happening right now is the um, white women and men yeah. in power, just speaking narrowly yeah, to the yeah. art world, are clinging on to certain things and using tokenization as a veil for holding on to their mm-hmm. power at the top. <laughs> Right, like the performative so, diversity. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. So there's this like, okay, now we have to do this. Yeah. So we're going to have to do it. And then... Once we do, we can but say we, we still, are. Yeah, but we still are <laughs> making our monies off of it because it's what people want to buy right now. Right. So I think it's transforming like we yeah. always see racism do. Right. Um. So now it's learning, I think... For other white folks yeah. who are trying to do deconstructive work um, at various levels of power, it's us learning what that's transforming into and how we now adjust that. Yeah, because I think, um, you know, I don't know, racism just morphs; it takes on a right. life of its own. So I'm so grateful you're experiencing more space, right? And, um appreciation and people actually listening yeah and there's so much more work to do which you know there totally there totally is and like I think that that that's the thing that like is such the danger when it's like when we're empowering like just because like we're empowering by POC folks it doesn't mean that like the other other folks need to be disempowered like this is all about this is all about empowering each other. And so I know like all of our listeners, like I don't care, like no matter where, um, what your background is, like this is about empowering each other. This is about bringing a, like a more just world that's gonna inform everyone's art, everyone's work. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I just like, I, I think that that's like the danger sometimes where it's like, okay, like if we're gonna empower one group, then we're taking away from another, which I, I just hate that, you know? And so yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah, and I, I think, cause that's so generous. Yeah. <laughs> and I think giving up our power mm-hmm. is not disempowering. Right. It's actually acknowledging our role in a much larger right beautiful storyline mm-hmm. and that if we've acquired power at the expense of others to give that up is it's really yeah. what's actually empowering so Hell it's yeah. a little bit semantic yeah but i i i've been excited when i do see other white folks and inspired when i do see other white folks legitimately mm-hmm. sometimes removing themselves from the table mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and um uh not having to have our voices heard Mm -hmm. constantly um and truly leaving space and truly listening Mm -hmm. um because i do think that's empowering totally i love it (laughs) i love it it's empowering to listen to others to learn from others and to be empowered by others so rock on i love it and i love all of our listeners and um you're all amazing i just want to say that (laughs) you're all amazing um so okay what have you been listening to and or watching recently? If you haven't seen Blue Bayou, go see Blue Bayou. Okay. Actually, I think I just saw the director posted that it's going to be streaming somewhere yeah. soon. I don't know where, but it's an incredible movie. It's the yeah. best movie I've seen in a long time yeah. about um, the deportations that adoptees face often mm-hmm. because back in the 80s and I think early 90s, 
a lot of kids who were adopted from abroad Mm -hmm. were failed by the system to the point where they're not actually citizens and they're not Mm -hmm. protected to to stay in the country. Um, It's a beautiful movie. Mm -hmm. Um, So that. Mm -hmm. And then... I've been reading America on Fire by mm-hmm. Elizabeth Hinton is really good Ooh. about some un, um, less known uprisings against police brutality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but what about you? There's so many. Uh, last night, last I night. saw Titan. Titan. I thought you were going to say Titanic. I was no, like, no, no. Wow! you're so late to the game i'm I'm definitely right um i'm definitely pronouncing it right wrong titan titan um but uh, it's the the film that one can oh and it was crazy it was wild it was what is it about i've never heard of it it's about like a woman who gets like impregnated by a car (laughs) you didn't hear about this (laughs) no yeah, yeah, it's wild. Like uh, I, I understand so that. I think it's like than a Titanic. I know, yeah, definitely different than Titanic. But it's like it's like I I don't know. Like it's definitely like one of the most like out there movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, there were moments where it was hard to watch. Like it was very graphic and cringy. And I'm like, you know, my <laughs> my boyfriend is like a, a cinephile, so he sees everything. Yeah. And so I was like, oh yeah, sure, I'll come with you. I'll go see this movie that one can. And um, so I'm not saying anything like bad about it because I can tell it's like a very like it must be. I think it's like a big metaphor for like for something like it's like it's, it's, but I mean, I was definitely closing my eyes for a lot of it because there were just parts where like there's lots of murder and stuff. And so I have to like, I don't know. I feel like I'm still like my, it's, it's stuck. It's like stuck with me, you know, when like you see something that's really intense. I'm just like, I must talk about it. But, um, yeah. So that was like me, um, trying to venture out to see like different (laughs) kinds of film. So are you recommending it? I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not, not, and I'm not, am like, I don't know. Like, I think it's like, if you're someone who, has a strong stomach and and sees a lot of film that's that's different like go for it but there were some moments where i had to close my eyes i I mean i'm also like so like you know after that i was like can we go see like trolls world tour now like (laughs) i i realized maybe i'm not um i'm not as much of an advanced film watcher as the uh, other cats out there but um it was interesting i'll give it that it was it was intense. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's like a, a non film review of a film. <laughs> I, I'm going to recommend a also very painful to watch movie that I saw over the break too, which is called New Order. And I actually really think particularly white people should watch this. Mm. It's it's a film from Mexico. It's stunning mm-hmm. and jarring mm-hmm. but new order you should watch yeah. it with your okay. boyfriend okay new order <laughs> um and then what am i listening to um sue lee is like my favorite artist of the summer hmm. she um makes like all of her music in her room in south korea and she's so cool oh. sue s-u-l-e-e um who else am i listening to um um, I mean, 
I saw this artist, Alison Pontier, open for Lord Huron. She's a new artist. So, really, really cool visuals and really cool. Um, yeah, like her, her whole aesthetic is really cool. And um, her music's great. And so, yeah. And um, yeah, so any other just like things to catch up on? And wait, have you, what else? Are you listening to anything? Uh, Face Soul was okay. the only one I was going to yeah. say. That was just sent to me, actually, by Nicole, who's been on the pod. Yes. Really good. Interesting. He doesn't have a lot up. I need to, like, look into yeah. more of awesome. it. But it's beautiful, different yeah. music. Oh, my gosh. We've had so many cool people on the pod. Oh, I know. And this season's going to be I want great. them to all come back. Yeah. I know. Can we do, like, a reunion episode? <laughs> yeah, Worth everyone? Um. So, yeah. What are we, like... How are we entering this new season? Because we're doing yeah. some collaborative work together, but yes. just in your own practice, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what is helping you transition yeah. right now? <sighs> um, I mean, I have so many different creative projects on my plate, including Create Well, that is a little overwhelming for mm-hmm. me right now. Like, you know, I'm writing for um TV show and then I have this new thing on my Patreon where I'm writing a song a week. I saw that when you posted it. I was like, you're just doing the most for everybody. (laughs) The thing is though, this thing on Patreon is for me. Like it will keep me accountable to keep writing music for myself, Mm -hmm. which I need to do and completely fuels me. Um, you know, me and you are gonna start writing a book. Yes, finally. Finally. And which is why we're doing an abbreviated season with Create Well. We're, we're splitting our time between recording episodes and also writing um, kind of like what it's not, it's not necessarily going to be called Create Well, but something as a, you know, a Create Well book, Erica and I are going to be writing about what it means to be, you know, your own boss, a, a self-starter and a creative entrepreneur. And so write to us. Let us know if there's anything that has stood out from our podcast that you want us to include. Um, and then what else? Oh, I'm starting to write a musical I'm doing Casually. a residency um, to start writing a musical. Um, I have like a new um, a new music video, an essay project for Change Your Name that I just signed on with a, a new publicist to help me launch, which is great. So I, I've done a lot of that work now. I get to kind of send it off. <laughs> and then um, what else? I mean, oh gosh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm self-managed right now. I've just hired... Uh, a new assistant shout out to Annie who's also yes. our producer on the pod who's doing so much for me but um I definitely I'm a little bit I, you know what I'm swimming but like really fast I'm not drowning I'm just like really swimming fast. good thing you've been practicing swimming I know um and also like um I have been going through a whole healing process for me which we'll get into on another episode mm-hmm. um i've been like healing my relationship with food mm-hmm. and my body um that really this summer has kind of unearthed mm-hmm. which is a part-time job um and so i'm getting more mentally healthy than i've ever been yeah and um also uh have writing a musical and writing a book and writing a new album and um I know there was another one, but yeah, that's it for now. So what's the number one way you're taking care of yourself right now? I'm taking care of myself. Honestly, I feel like I'm taking really good care of myself. Oh, I'm That makes me so happy. Thank you. I'm I'm proud of myself. Like I like I don't feel like I work that much during mm-hmm. the day. 
I really feel like I've been able to maintain almost like a nine to five kind of situation, which I know okay. for like um, indie whatever is like, that's hard for us. We feel like we have to work yeah. all the time, all the time. Mm. But no, it's like I get a ton of sleep. I eat three meals. Mm. I um, I have a lot of fun. I went to a concert the other night. Um, I, I it also has really helped me to have um, two like living beings in my life holding me accountable. Yeah. My dog and my partner. Yeah. Um, my it's it is kind of nice to have someone who like witnesses. When I'm starting to get on override and he just like basically will be like, come back, present, where are you? Here you are. Okay. And then my dog does the same thing. And so now I've realized I'm like, you know what? Like work and all that is exciting, but your life, like Bruce Springsteen says it. What is it? Oh yeah. Life trumps art. Mm -mm. And um, I have realized that the past year where I'm like, Oh, like there's so many things of my life that I enjoy so much that have to come before my art. And one of those things is like enjoying music. Mm. So like, okay, I could spend tonight writing two songs or I could go to the Lord Huron concert. I'm going to go to the concert. That's life. I'm going to enjoy myself. And so I've really been prioritizing enjoyment. And so honestly, I feel great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. And so what about you? What are your goals for this new season and um what are you working on what are your creative kind of what's on your creative to-do list and aspirational dream list Mm. um so I've been a lot more gentle with myself going into this next group of months um as far as just acknowledging that I work a lot yeah you I work, do. I work more than full-time <sighs> and I love that work which yeah. I've said before too um but that I do need to scale it back a bit just to leave room to um explore more creatively mm-hmm. which one of those things is I had an epiphany the other day as I was going through Long Beach and there was this art installation on the beach yeah and it was a stained glass house that had a light in it and um, one of my first memories is making stained glass with my grandpa mm. in the basement of my That's parents' beautiful. house. beautiful. Like, I was little, yeah. and he was having me, like, I remember, it's wild because mm. I remember how to yeah. do it all. Yeah. He was having me cut the cla- glass and yeah. solder it together, and, like, I'm Advanced. like, I <laughs> could not have been that old at all. Yeah. So I was calling my mom trying to me- remember when it was, and we we can't get to a date, but... I am going to learn a new medium. And I think stained glass makes a lot of sense for my work. So I have all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, I have all these plans of what yeah. I'm going to make with stained glass and da da da. And yeah. I'm like, first I have to learn or relearn from yeah. my very small childhood. Um, and then I don't even know if they're possible, but it has just gotten me excited about making again and um, the creative process because I think mm. paint has been attached to so many emotions for me Mm. and I've become accustomed to a certain rhythm with it that I sometimes have a hard time breaking out of so learning a whole new form of art making I think is going to be good and then I've been um dating for a few months (gasps) randomly (laughs) swipe right swipe left oh 
Instagram, I was on like, for like a minute and then yeah. like horror story. I mean, not like the worst horror stories yeah. happen, but like enough that I was like, never mind. Yeah. In person's the yeah. way to go. Okay, good. Um, so IRL. that's been humorous. Hashtag IRL. And um, sometimes stressful, but mostly I'm just like in a pretty good place after a wild few years and yeah. felt like it was the right time to like be open. I'm so proud of you. Thanks, right? <laughs> what is like, if you can tell me what's like something that's really fun about dating that you've been enjoying? Um, I think for me, it's just, I have become so comfortable just with mm. me and myself yeah. and yeah, yeah. even solitude and so it's been a really healthy way to do things that kind of freak me out. Yeah, like getting out of your comfort zone. <gasps> yeah, and especially freaking after pandemic. Like, I don't yeah. even make friends anymore. I know. <laughs> it's like... What's a friend? I don't know. I was thinking the other day, I'm like, I've always... Making friends is not a problem. Yeah. Keeping friends because I'm a bad long distance communicator yeah. is harder. Yeah. But making them is not a problem for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, like I'm where are all my <laughs> Long Beach friends? <laughs> I know. So anyways, I'm like so out of practice of meeting people um, that it's been really like healthy to just go have conversations yeah. in person with yeah. people. Like, Hi, my name's Erica. Yeah, yeah. And then realize how wild people are yeah and how you don't want to continue to talk <laughs> yeah oh you, you have to have a good out once. i'm really good at just like bailing like <sighs> in the beginning it's like okay i've been here for 20 minutes like <laughs> we're not having Please fun teach me that because i will listen 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 to stories and ask questions so it's my fault for yeah. like three plus no, hours i it's it's interesting because i oh i also went through this um, existential kind of realization over the past couple of weeks that I'm not a people pleaser and I'm oh. actually like very much like my, well, my one friend would call it like a pimple popper where it's like <laughs> have you ever heard of this where no. it's like someone who like actually is very confrontational a lot like I have no problem with being like going like being on a date with someone yeah. and being like I'm gonna leave now no, that's why I love you and I draw yeah. so much energy from you <laughs> because I'm know. not like that. I, like I literally like I had this like people pleaser dysmorphia where I thought I was a people pleaser. I was like, wait, no, like my boyfriend told me he was like, oh, no, you're like sometimes like too con like not too confrontational, but like sometimes you say things and I'm like, oh, like you're so right. But like <laughs> so direct, just so direct. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you're a very direct human being. I'm like, really? I've worked. I mean, I've like worked really hard on this. Thank you. But yeah, no, like. I will literally, and I'll, and I'll never lie. Like, if we're, like, hanging out with someone for, like, 30 minutes, I'll be like, this was fun, but, like, I'm going to go. Oh, my gosh. I wish you could <laughs> inhabit my body and do that for me. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other good outs where you can be, like, dog, I mean, dog. yeah, you can kind of be, like, you know, or what? honestly what I do is I set it up where I'm, like, okay, yeah, we can meet at this time, but I, I really probably only have 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> so limited yeah so <laughs> if you have a great time you could stay longer but you have an out like i said 40 minutes so i'm gonna go you know like <laughs> this is why i intimidate people but um or you know you can meet in like a um meet for something like coffee where it's like mm -hmm. my coffee's finished i'm gonna run <laughs> oh my 
gosh. Yeah. Oh, I need to take lessons. But I've also <laughs> met some wonderful people. So yeah. it, it all balances out. But I do need lessons on exiting situations Exit gracefully. Or not gracefully. Yeah. Rolling out. Oh, my gosh. Can I tell this one story about exiting? Yes. And it's actually a story of a friend who will be probably okay with me sharing it and if not we'll delete it but I think she'll be very excited that we're sharing it um close friend of mine um she was having um whatever like coffee or a dinner date Uh or whatever um here in Long Beach and like on fourth street and then she um she like she wanted to leave but she hates like um leaving with people Mm -hmm. like it's like you know what I mean where it's like okay let's get into separate cars or like mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. la la and so she didn't want to drive, give him a ride home but she felt like if he asked she was gonna have to like yeah. say yes um because it's long beach and everyone lives yeah. like you know kind of close yeah. to each other and um so anyway she was like okay well i'm gonna go um and he was like oh okay I- i'll leave with you and she was like well it's okay i'm gonna scooter home so we'll i'll see you later he's like Uh-oh. i'll scooter too oh no and so but her car was there like oh, she had no. her car <laughs> and so she went as far as unlocking the scooter oh. and like being there and she's like okay bye i'm gonna go this way he's like all right see you later and then she like locked the scooter and got in her car it just like cracked <laughs> me up like it's like to a two dollar exit to my core like i was just like this is how far we go yeah to make sure like we don't seem like too much of a burden to be like I'm just gonna go and I don't want you to come with me yeah but I love her so much it was like it was such a classic I love um, it story for her <laughs> and um she tells it all the time because there's but anyway sometimes you just gotta be like yo like there's other places I want to be that's not here mm-hmm. and I'm those like so mean but it's like I don't know I'm I'm, know. I'm like an, a proponent of like I'd rather if someone didn't waste my time even if it. it's 10 minutes. I need at least 10% of that energy and I'll be in a better place. Yes, I'm giving it to you. But yeah, that's so, I mean, is that creative? I think that's creative. That's so creative. <laughs> just, Dating but is I think so it's creative. been reflective of, I just feel open to new things in this season mm-hmm. and happy to be in that place. Mm-hmm. I think I'm happier with myself um, and my work. Yeah. And my work life balance. Yes sometimes lack thereof but it's okay and i'm trying to think of anything else specific yeah it's really just like i want to explore new medium i want to do some more collaborative photo shoots that aren't for a product Mm -hmm. and see what's next i love it and we're gonna write this book oh yeah we're gonna write the book we're gonna write a book we're gonna write it all today all today (laughs) today 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 um well cool um so yeah everyone thank you so much for being here for listening let us know you're out there dm us listening to our ramble yes we Um, do have topics coming up that are a little more concrete than this one topics (laughs) um yeah we have we have some awesome interviews coming up yeah i'm really excited about and um we're going to every other week for this season Mm. um right yeah 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 right um as of right now yeah i'm pretty sure if not we'll do that but um i uh i'm really excited about that and we're gonna be creating some stuff in the meantime check us out on instagram and all that fun stuff and then uh we'll see you in two weeks hey guys it's annie i am the editor and i run the social media for create well podcast 
and I am here to announce the challenge for this week, which is to write down three things you learned this summer that you want to bring into the new school year and make sure to share on social media, tag us, message us, whatever you want to do. And this week's featured song is The Imagineers by Chris Matthews. What if I showed you where you stand, you belong? And what if I told you there really is no right or wrong? You've been banging your fist against a plexiglass ceiling. You've been swallowing your sorrows just to keep from feeling you are more than just your day job more than what it is they see you're like water carving stone you wield your power quietly give up or get up get let down or get out do nothing or do something you've been too afraid to do till now Imagineers, the ones who still believe in magic, the ones who rise above our fears. We are, we are, we are, we are imagineers. Don't think we've given up on dreaming just because we're marking time in 